0: You're listening to Titans Time. Welcome to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. My name is Tanner Staggs. I'm here, as always, with my brother, Tyler Staggs. And in today's episode, we are recapping and reacting to the Tennessee Titans win against the Jacksonville Jaguars, 37-19, to 19, keeping their undefeated record in the AFC South, improving to 3-2. and two. Tyler, before we get into the show, go ahead and tell everyone how they can support the, the podcast and the YouTube channel.
1: Guys, if you want to support the show, all you have to do, go check out our merch. Go to titans-time.myshopify.com slash collections slash all. It'll take you to all of our merchandise, from shirts to hoodies to uh, beanies now, phone cases, all kinds of cool stuff on there. If you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, make sure you click that follow, go down, rate us five stars, and leave us some comments. We love the interaction, and that's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, what some of the others, iHeart.
0: Stitcher, iHeartRadio, any of those podcast platforms that you might listen on.
1: Getting them out there. And if you're watching on YouTube, scroll down. If that subscribe button is red, go ahead. Just click it. Turn it gray. Turn on the post notification so you never miss when we upload a video, especially these uh, victory recaps. Man, it feels so much better to do these than it does after a loss. It definitely does. So much easier. Also, like the video. Share the video with your family, friends, and anyone else, all football fans, and go down, leave us some comments. Let us know your thoughts on this game. Who stood out? What was the who was the biggest impact player of this game, in your opinion? Let us know. Also,
0: make sure you're following us on social media. On Twitter, it's Titans underscore Time. On Facebook, Titans Time. And on Instagram, Titans Time Podcast. All right, Tyler, let's get into talking about this game. So,
1: before we get too far into the game. Just
0: I'd, go ahead. I'd, I'd, just I'd, begin yes. the podcast like you always do. Cutting me <laughs> off immediately. Um, I mean... Can you expect anything different?
1: I mean, we're just a couple minutes in, so I, I let you do your thing at the start. I did, just at the start of this, want to go ahead and give props to Jacob Patterson, friend of the show, because out of everyone who gave bold predictions, he actually got his right. So I, I wanted to give props to him there. He said that— That's something
0: we really didn't expect to happen for anybody over the course of the season. No, so.
1: we didn't. I mean, I was I had one that I got in week one. And we know how tough it is, but he said that James Robinson would have more total yards than Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry finished this game with 130 rushing yards, no receiving yards, which we'll get into a little bit later. And James Robinson had, I believe, 149 rushing yards, and he did have one catch for negative two yards. So he finished the game with 147 total yards. So... Shout out to Jacob for uh, getting one right, and man, I was so close to being up two nothing on you. Very, with very close with, actually, with the Harold Landry. I think you gave me two sacks for Harold Landry. You said that no, was no, bold, no, 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 no. So, so I said that that would have been like, bold, but I feel un- like I'm up to Nothing now.
0: But unfortunately you didn't pick that. Um, and congratulations <laughs> to Jacob. Um we didn't expect anybody to get one of these right. So Jacob, make sure you message us on Twitter. We'll make sure you get your Steve McNair. Yeah. Bobble- no, no <laughs> screw that. He
1: he picked the Jaguars to win this game. He ain't getting one of my bobbleheads. Um he's not even
0: a, a Titans fan. <laughs> I'm about to say so. he's not
1: a Titans fan, so
0: So let's get into talking about this game. Um what are your initial thoughts? Just off the top of your head. My
1: thoughts are this The Titans could have made this even more of a blowout, but they
0: never satisfied with you. I mean,
1: here's what I was about to say: they went, they win,
0: they win the game by 18 points, and you just cannot be satisfied.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't let me finish my thought. I was going to say they could have won this game by more, but they went down and did what they needed to do in Jacksonville. They came away with a win. I told –
0: Just really grinded it out for (laughs) – I see what you did there. (laughs) Shout out to Urban Meyer for giving us unlimited (laughs) Jaguars content.
1: But I said in our preview that this was a must-win game because it was a division game. The Titans lost a game to the Jets that they shouldn't have lost, and they needed to get back on track before having to face the Bills on Monday Night Football because we've seen what the Bills have been doing, and I'm looking forward to their matchup tonight. Because we're recording this just a couple hours after the game, right? So Sunday night football tonight, Bills and Chiefs.
0: We're going to get it kind of a glimpse uh, for what the, the Bills the are really made of.
1: Well, I mean, the next two weeks,
0: yeah. Um, so obviously, we're going to we're going to see what they're really made of here against the right. Kansas City Chiefs, and then it's going to be a, an interesting one um, because hopefully they can't do uh, what they've been doing to some of these teams early in the season to to the Titans,
1: right? But getting back to this game, Derrick Henry went down to Jacksonville and does what he does. I mean, it was a slow first half for him. He only had 31 yards rushing. Come out second half. He's a yard shy of 100 yards rushing in the second half. Finishes the game with three touchdowns. I mean, he just just keeps breaking Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, he, he had an
0: awesome game. <laughs> Obviously, the three touchdowns, like that's –
1: One of which he was untouched.
0: Yeah, completely untouched. Uh, Just to, like, I don't know. It seems like it's just normal at this point. But think about it. Like, three touchdowns for a running back is insane. And we're just – I mean, to me, it's like this really doesn't even seem that out of the ordinary for Derrick Henry. Well,
1: just to put it into a little bit of perspective, and I'm going to give props to Teron Davenport on Twitter. He put this tweet out. According to ESPN Stats and Info – Derrick Henry is the second player in NFL history to have a hundred or more, a hundred or more rushing at, yards and three touchdowns in multiple games within the first five games of the season. The other player to do that was Jim Brown back in 1958.
0: That's that's a really impressive stat, actually.
1: Well, whenever I seen it, that's why I was like, okay, I need to take a screenshot of this so i can share it on the podcast because like you said that is just that's crazy it really and, is i mean
0: and it derrick henry always kind of gets those comparisons to jim brown just kind of because of his his size and right. and the his ability to break tackles and just the fact that he's an absolute beast so yeah. i mean i
1: i have to ask you this which again as you mentioned titans are 3 and 2 on the season right now it's probably a little Way too early to talk about this, but everyone talks about it because you always have the favorites that are already out for MVP. Right. Derrick Henry now has 640 rushing yards through five games. And, I mean, you look back at other players who have rushed for 2,000 yards the year prior, when they come into the next year, they've never come close to that. He's on pace to break the record right now, and it's just he, he's doing his thing. Our other main guys are out, so it seems like we're having to rely on Derrick Henry more. It, it's just one of those one of those things where you're like, are you actually going to put him in the talks for MVP this year?
0: Well, I mean, I kind of knew that this was going to get started to be, to be brought up as we got a little bit more through the season, and – I mean, he's obviously playing to that caliber. Right. You know, he he's putting up the numbers, he's getting the touchdowns. I mean, he pretty much all around. I mean, he's even involved more in the passing game. So you can't say well, now
1: hadn't really seen that much the past couple of weeks. Well,
0: uh, yeah, but he's so so far he has been. Now, who knows if that can continue to be a sustained thing, especially with Darrington Evans coming back here in the next couple of weeks, ho- hopefully. Um, so who knows if that will continue? But he has shown that he can do it at least i mean he did it in the first couple of games of the season um i mean the only thing that's really needed there is they have to finish out the season with a good record i think that's true um they can't be close to 500 you know they can't be just a little bit over 500 they need to they need to win the division they need to you know have a playoff spot locked up all that good stuff um because the team success i mean that really does kind of factor into that MVP award a lot of times. Um I'm trying to think maybe 11 and 6 I about something say, around in that area around, around 11 uh, it, and 6. It's to, easier when you're going off that 16 game format cuz think back over the years into what has been a good record and then right. you throw that extra game in there and it's kind of kind of throws you off a little bit at first.
1: Well, even as crazy as the AFC is right now with records, I mean something around in there yeah yeah as long as it's a winning record and like you said not really close to that 500 mark so again we're kind of bringing that up a little you know a little early into the season but it's with what derrick henry is doing and how crazy he's going already it's a
0: valid question because if he can continue to do what he's been doing i mean especially if you think if he does break the record now listen there's an extra game that has to be thrown out there. Um, okay, if he breaks if, the record, there's got to be an asterisk beside that.
1: What if he breaks the record in 16 games?
0: Now, that that's I, – I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying there. I, yeah, If it doesn't absolutely. take him that extra game um, to break
1: it, then there's no need for that asterisk.
0: But, I mean, with the pace that he's on, if he continues, he definitely deserves to be in talks for the MVP. I mean,
1: um, even if he doesn't um, break the record – Save for some reason, he rests the 17th game, and he doesn't break the record, but he's still over 2,000 yards. If you're talking about
0: a guy he has got 2,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, potentially.
1: Well, and the biggest thing is, like I mentioned earlier, with other running backs who have hit 2,000 yards, they haven't even come close.
0: And the thing is, for this season, there hasn't, I mean, with the exception, I, I think, of Josh Allen, I mean, some of these top tier quarterbacks have not really been putting up those MVP numbers. Kyler Murray's still up he, there. You he can, yep. He didn't have a great game today, though.
1: You can argue that Dak is still up there. They're, Kyler Murray and them are still playing right now.
0: Yeah, but I mean, to to this point, has he? He's I, just hasn't had that great of a game so far. Uh, now, again, listen, I, you, we might get out of this podcast, and
1: I might have things
0: might have completely flipped. <laughs> but, to, but I mean, to this point, hasn't been
1: great. So, I get what you're saying. Again. All of this is looking way forward into the future. We do need to get back on track into the game, though. And the Titans opened up this game hot. Yeah, absolutely. you have Elijah Molden coming in, putting just his helmet on the ball, knocking it loose from, uh, I believe it was... Dan Arnold. Yeah, there you go. Uh, And you could say it was a little bit borderline on if it was a fumble or incomplete pass, but... I've stopped trying to question what is actually a catch and everything else in the NFL. It's best to just, whatever I, they say, I mean, just kind of go with it. because for, for me, he caught the ball, had two feet down, and he turned upfield. And when he turned, that's right when he turned, that's when Elijah Molden hit him, knocked the ball free. A
0: catch it, in the NFL nowadays is whatever they want it to be at that specific time.
1: <laughs> no kidding. Um, and Kevin Byard, right there at the ball, jumps on it, able to – scoop it up, take it back for the score, a defensive touchdown to start the game, which really killed your bold prediction. Yeah, of I mean. No touchdowns in the first half.
0: I mean, I should have, which it wouldn't have mattered because the scoring was absolutely insane in this game. I really thought that the under was going to hit. That absolutely did not happen. The Titans almost beat that by themselves. So it, it. this was kind of a completely different game than what I thought it was going to be. I thought we were going to see a slow game um where Jacksonville keeps it close just for the reason that there's not a lot of scoring going on and it was just completely not that um Derrick Henry was completely something else in the second half and i mean things as he usually is. things were were even opened up i mean as you mentioned in the first half so
1: well and of course right after the titans opened the game with that defensive touchdown they let the jaguars go down score and <laughs> i can't remember who it was that tweeted it out but jacksonville's kicker missed the extra point hit it off of the the side of the field goal post and they made the comment that urban meyer had been talking to him about uh some pole dancing <laughs> and so that that's what he focused on there was the pole and like
0: i said that, endless con- on content yeah. from the jacksonville jaguars like for the rest of the season
1: that's right and I mean, really, what led to that first Jacksonville touchdown was James Robinson breaking free on a long run, and Kevin Byard stayed with the play and ran him down. But, man, I'm starting to wonder about Rashawn Evans. Really, just, in just the, now? Not, not really, just, just now. Just, but just, just now. He has, he has flashes. It's like, okay, I make a good play here, but then I completely screw this up. And yet again, to bring up Teron Davenport, he, right after that long run that James Robinson had, he kind of broke it down and Evans just shot the wrong gap. And then even when you get down to the touchdown run that Robinson had, for some reason, Evans decides, oh, he's going to jump over the line. I'm going to jump over and meet him. And that was never Robinson's intent. So it's like, what what are you doing? But well, I'm then, just
0: shocked that you're just now no, starting to question Rashana. because yes, he is good at certain times, and the, the thing is, it's very predictable when he's going to be good. I mean, typically goal line situations is where right. he would be good, but obviously something went wrong well, today.
1: And, and here, I have to correct I, myself. I think that this I am not just now realizing that because we talked about it last year with his boneheaded penalties. Yeah, he he. May, he I mean,
0: obviously has those penalties that come seemingly at just the worst times, and then there there's always just seems like those lapses where he does something that ends up giving up some type of big play, but like you said, he also kind of redeems himself at times because he will come back and make a great play.
1: But the bad very much outweighs the good I, right In now. my opinion,
0: yeah. Um, I think that happens a lot of times.
1: So it was also nice to see Marcus Johnson finally out there for the Titans, and I don't know if it was maybe just the Jacksonville defensive backs, if it helped having A.J. Brown back out there, which Brown didn't do a whole lot this game, but I think his presence was enough for our receivers that it helped out the other guys. And I think i seen in one of his interviews after the game, he was on a snap count, which him coming back from injury and how the game was going, that's probably smart. Right. You know, you don't want to overwork him. But Marcus Johnson was actually getting separation and helping the offense out Yeah,
0: I mean, I thought he played a great game. Um, It looked like, honestly, uh, other than A.J. Brown, um, he he looked like the best wide receiver out there for the Titans. I mean, I think that we saw today a lot of the reason why the coaches were giving him such praise during the preseason.
1: And – I mean, even Josh Reynolds did make some catches today, but my opinion, and I know you've been big on Josh Reynolds, but when A.J.'s back fully healthy and on a full snap count, or not on a snap count, I guess, where he can just go play the right. whole game, and when Julio comes back, I think Marcus Johnson might win the three over.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I obviously was kind of the first to admit uh, was it a couple of weeks back that jo- I was kind of wrong about Josh Reynolds uh, and what I thought he was going to be this season? Um, I just don't see a way after s- what we saw today that he beats Marcus Johnson out for that number three spot, and then I feel like the four spot fits Cameron or I'm sorry, um, Chester Rogers, so much more than it than it does for um Josh Reynolds so I think that a lot of times when the Titans do go out there in a four four wide receiver set with all hands on deck you're gonna see AJ Brown Julio Jones uh Marcus Johnson and then Chester Rogers um that to me that just makes sense and sucks for Josh Reynolds and for what I thought he could be but I think that's the best group that you could put out there in that situation
1: right and I mean not saying he can't come in and make plays and Everything. Well, and he's what,
0: great to have there for depth as well, because obviously, right. a, as you see, just a couple of injuries, and you're you're down into those guys, and they're having to play significant snaps.
1: Right. And you said Cam earlier. I assume you were trying, you were thinking of Cam Batson when you actually meant Chester Rogers. Right. Right. But it was a little trickeration today, and putting uh, Cam Batson back there, taking the snap. That's what I was actually and, doing. Is a, a segue <laughs>
0: getting us into talking about this because that I was thrilled to see that
1: i was to. i didn't know how he would do taking the snap from center and the shotgun whenever it's you get a little iffy about some of that sometimes because all it takes is a mishandled snap and then
0: well i hope that they continue to run that because i think that that's a good way to get the ball in the hands of one of the best playmakers probably that you have on offense
1: well, and that's the because the defense is naturally going to pull to Derek Henry, right? And you have Cam Batson, who is a speedy guy and quick, can make a couple guys miss. I mean, put one guy on skates today; didn't get much past that. But yeah,
0: it like I said, we, we, while we were watching, like it didn't do anything for him, but it was really impressive,
1: uh, right? And eventually, teams are going to be like, okay, we have to watch him too. And then, and then that then completely opens things up. Exactly. If you don't commit enough, commit enough people to Derek Henry. He's gonna. I mean, run can you down.
0: imagine if those two guys can learn to to run the read option together or uh, any other type of trickery that they can? Well, I mean, learn that's how what they're they, doing today. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know. But effectively, when once teams start to kind of realize, okay, we definitely can't let this Batson guy because he's not a household name on the Tennessee Titans. I mean, he's not a guy that they're gonna say like, okay, like if it was Tyreek Hill standing back there, every single team in the NFL. Every person watching on the couch doesn't matter how much you keep up with it, is like this is a guy right. you got to watch for. Now, obviously, you can tell like Cameron Batson, you know, he's not out there for his size. So he's obviously <laughs> speedy. Um, but as this gets a little bit more work, I think that can be just a really good kind of thing to throw in there to, to change things up.
1: Yeah, and I, I agree. And you also want to mention uh, Jeremy McNichols. Still doing his thing, coming out of the backfield, catching the ball, and usually getting pretty big runs after the catch. Right. Yeah, yeah. Helping extend drives. I still
0: prefer Darrington Evans and can't wait for him to get back.
1: Well, we haven't, I haven't seen enough from him yet in an actual game. I need to see him make it through a game healthy.
0: That's true. I um, mean, I, mean he, I just, I'm stuck on his great college career. Um, and that's a personal problem for me. That's something <laughs> that I have to work through on my own. Um, but, Jeremy McNichols has been playing great. Don't get me wrong. I just think that Evans can fill that role so much
1: better. I I feel you on that. Now, (laughs) I I do want to get back to a couple more things. After the Robinson touchdown, Titans did go down. That's when Henry got his first touchdown. Things got a little bit chippy. You could actually see him jawing back at some Jaguars defenders. I'm really hoping he was mic'd up for this game, so maybe we can (laughs) hear (laughs) what he was saying. But then – Titans let the Jaguars go back down the field again, and the Titans put Harold Landry in man coverage. And Carrie actually called this. She said, they're fixing to throw to the corner. And And you said,
0: why would they do that?
1: Well, because... They're going to run the ball. I mean, they were running the ball all over us today. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm thinking they've been pretty effective with their read option. And... Because we're saying this even before they actually come out in their formation. I'm thinking they're going to have Robinson Robinson back there. They're going to run that read option again. And either him or Trevor Lawrence is going to run it in. But they come out, spread the offense out, spread the defense out, right to the corner, man coverage for Harold Landry. Harold
0: Landry one-on-one with Jacob Hollister, which, I mean, granted, he's not the fastest guy on the team but but you don't want your pass rusher on him
1: but put your guys in situations to succeed yeah i mean he's
0: not a coverage linebacker whatsoever so i i think i don't know if that was a miscommunication um
1: i I don't think so
0: if that was i I don't know i don't i'm still i'm undecided on how i feel about that i don't (laughs) I, i feel like i need more details on what was going on so
1: after that touchdown for the jaguars Titans come back, go down the field. Tannehill under pressure and really a blown coverage, I guess, by the Jaguars. And they leave Michael Pruitt wide open. Tannehill probably could have got the ball to him a little bit earlier. But either way, same outcome. Gets it to him. Pruitt gets a touchdown in this game. Titans get the ball back. Kick a field goal before half. Up 24-13. to And at halftime, I'm feeling... Feeling pretty good. Right, yeah, I mean, decent
0: lead there. The defense is is getting some stops.
1: Yeah, they're, they're doing all right, so hit halftime. Now, since we hit halftime for recapping the game, let's take a little halftime from talking about that, and let's talk about our bets from this game and see how we're stacking up against each other now.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, another week of football is down in the books. I mean, there's still some games going on and obviously we got prime time left, which I mean, talking about prime time is, is a perfect time to take advantage of the promo that DraftKings has going on and put $1 down and get $100 in free bets. If either team scores a point, all you got to do is use promo code TPPN. Like I said, all either team has to do is score a point And then last time that there was a 0-0 tie, 1943. So, I mean, it's pretty much a done deal. I mean, I, I mean, I would say. as
1: you can see from any game going on today.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there hasn't been a single game where there hasn't been at least one point scored. I mean, granted, I thought this Titans game would have a little bit less scoring in it. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, still, there there's going to be some points and you could pretty much guarantee it. Um, And so all you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, throw down $1 on any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. So now and, let's get into our best bets. I about to, brought say, it, to you by
1: DraftKings. DraftKings. I was about to say we got to let the people know in case they haven't figured it out. Well, I mean, this s- is the segment. Surely they, were- <laughs> they can
0: definitely figure it out from the promo that we're throwing out there. So, which is absolutely great. And I don't know why you wouldn't take advantage of it.
1: Exactly. And I believe we are tied up now.
0: Well, let's go through this. So, um,
1: remind everyone of your. So I was
0: ahead. I was I had two right, two wrong. Let's just call it two and two. You were one and three. Um I had chosen the under. Uh and I can't exactly remember. I think it was like 48 and a half points Something was the total. Like that. Um obviously blew that out of the water with it was like in the 50s, I'm pretty sure. Um and then 56. I also had a parlay going where the Titans would score first. Got that one right, but obviously with a parlay you boost the odds, you got to get them both right. Uh, my other one was an alternate spread because the actual spread was like four points, but I wanted a little bit of extra cushion there with the Jaguars. So I took plus six and a half on the alternate spread. Uh, all they had to do was keep the game within six freaking points. Um, <laughs> definitely couldn't do that. So I went 0-2 this week, which is just terrible. It sometimes. actually kind of sums up how the whole this whole Sunday has went for me so far. <laughs> um so I'm now, let's see, uh two and four and you were one and three. So go ahead and talk about your bets and, and how this so Sunday went for you.
1: The bets that I threw out there, I said that Derrick Henry would have over two and a half receptions, didn't have didn't have a single target, didn't have a catch, which I do want to get into something else here in a minute that did irritate me some because needed that for a parlay I had going on. Uh, Not exactly that, the reception one. But And then the other one I had, I went to actually bet on it today before the game, and DraftKings had took it off there. And I was so upset about that because it would have hit, but whenever we recorded our game preview, they had on there for Derrick Henry over 23.5 rushing attempts.
0: You got to take advantage of it while it's on there.
1: He had 29. So I hit on that one. I did throw another one out just because we were talking on the game preview. And I said that one that I felt pretty good about that I almost threw into our segment was Trevor Lawrence to have one interception this game. And it was it, it took the whole game for It was right down it to, to the wire, but it did happen. <laughs> it did happen. So I'm regretting that I didn't take that one in our best bet segment instead of the Derrick Henry over two and a half receptions. Um, but
0: regardless, you go one and one on the week and proven to two and four, which ties us, or it, ties us up there. It,
1: it ties us back up, but getting into the Derrick Henry receptions, receiving yards, all that. I had a parlay going where uh, I had Derrick Henry as an anytime score. I needed him to have over, 94.5 rushing yards, over just 10-plus receiving yards. I had Trevor Lawrence as an anytime touchdown scorer, which we'll get into when we talk about the second half, and both uh, Tannehill and Trevor Lawrence throwing for basically 200 yards. Missed that parlay by two things. Ryan Tannehill finished with 197 pass yards, and Derrick Henry had zero receiving yards. All he had to do was throw one of those little screens to him, let him gain 11 yards, and I would have hit it. But that's the just way it goes. Just one play sometimes. away.
0: And typically that's how those parlays go is you end up just close enough just close enough <laughs> to and make you want to I, come back. I, I, I love playing the parlays. It's almost I I almost exclusively play the parlays pretty much, <laughs> and that's probably a bad thing for me because I just continue to play them, and I should just bet straight up, and I would win more than what I lose. <laughs> just like just like uh, my parlay that I included in best bets this week. But yep,
1: and you know, kind of transitioning away from our best bets, I almost forgot to mention that. Earlier, when we talked about our bold predictions and everything, I'd reach out to a couple more people before our preview. And the next day, after we had already recorded, Titan Upload did send me his. He didn't want to give a score prediction because that's kind of an inside joke. He started out the season like 0-3 on picking Titans games. And people were getting on him about his score predictions. (laughs) So he decided not to do that. But his bold prediction was, I believe that... Uh, The Titans would not allow Jacksonville to have a sack. Um, Yeah, Titans don't give up any sacks this week at Jacksonville. And obviously that didn't happen. Uh, Tannehill did get sacked a couple times. So I just wanted to uh, throw a shout out to him there that he did give us a bold prediction. But like most everyone else's. Just didn't happen. And
0: that's the beauty of the bowl predictions. They are once in a blue moon, pretty much, that they actually come true. So, um, Especially if you're me. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> Hey, last year you got one right. Uh, again, I was hoping I was going to get this one right this week because I feel like for the season, if I were to go up 2 nothing on you. It'd be over. It, 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 would, it would definitely that, be over. That seals it. Yeah. But, I mean, you won off just getting one right last year. Now I just have to worry that Jacob doesn't get another one right the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, jumping into the second half of the Titans game. Titans got the ball to start the second half. And third quarter, there was only one score. And that came off of a Derrick Henry touchdown. And I didn't realize it when we were watching the game, but looking back through all these scoring plays now, um, I mean, Derrick Henry... I almost misspoke. I was going to say him and Bayer were the only ones with touchdowns, but I forgot about Pruitt. Cause not- Which you just mentioned about 10 <laughs> minutes ago. So. Right. But, yeah, starting off the third quarter, Derrick Henry touchdown, and that was basically it. Yeah, third, I mean. The, the scoring in the third quarter.
0: Well, I thought you meant for the game, and it <laughs> pretty much was um, it for the game. I mean, that pretty much sealed it, in my opinion. Uh, not much chance, obviously, that the Jaguars had from there to, well, to bring it, it back.
1: started getting a little bit nervous because the play calling in the in the second half. Yeah, but you're off-
0: always nervous. You always no. feel like something bad is going to happen no, because and you're going you know, to, be. You,
1: here's what you can't do with bad teams. You can't let bad teams hang around. You can't do it. That gives them hope. That's what happened in the Jets game. You know, they should have been up, worst case, 17 hey. to nothing. Hey no i'm just it's
0: it's okay <laughs> we we won, we came out with a win in this we game did. you but don't have what, to be upset is, you don't you don't you you, you, you can you calm still, your anxiety now you don't have to be nervous sti- anymore we still, won I,
1: I know that you still have to put bad teams away don't give them but, that, and they hope. did
0: the game is over and they <laughs> did in fact win so
1: uh i i get where you're coming from i'm just we let fourth quarter let jacksonville go down and it was kind of funny because when I was telling you all about my bets and having Trevor Lawrence as an anytime touchdown scorer, Kerry did give me a little uh, hell over that. She, really? You think he's going <laughs> to run it? In? Like, well, he, he did last week, and, I mean, he's he's pretty mobile. Yeah, when I he mean, gets out he, of the he is a good runner. I, I So agree. he runs it in, and, honestly, it was a really well-designed quarterback run yeah I mean no one was there to account for him he ran right up the middle untouched kept him from getting the two-point conversion uh I think this was maybe a little bit later in the game whenever they uh got uh Jenkins for pass interference or not Jenkins for pass interference but uh holding on Farley yeah I think at first they said borders but I don't believe he was in the game so it would have had to have been Farley well, after but, looking at the replay, it, uh, replay, sorry, uh, <laughs> it
0: was definitely Farley. Um, he right. he had a pretty pretty easy to find hold down there right. at the bottom of the screen and on our replay. It,
1: it really sucks because Janoris Jenkins just undercut the corner route and picked it off. Yeah, had a great
0: and, interception, um, which so, is what I thought actually got called for the interference at first right. when I saw the flag, but
1: and. That just led to the Jaguars getting an automatic first down. Trevor Lawrence almost had another rushing touchdown, but they marked him down at the one, and Jaguars decided to go for it on uh, fourth down. And you would think from watching film, they know do not try the Titans. <laughs>
0: yeah, with on
1: the goal line on fourth down,
0: it's pretty much just kind of actually become a thing now. I mean,
1: and Tier Tart was the first one to really blow that play up. He shot the gap and was in the backfield whenever the running back got Pretty the much the,
0: the sole reason the play was yeah. blown up.
1: I mean, made the running back have to kind of cut to the side and right there waiting for him was Chris Jackson, who made a big tackle because that's one thing we haven't mentioned in this this game is the Titans had some trouble tackling. They did. Um, I mean, Chenault almost had a long touchdown because they couldn't tackle him and... You take a still pitcher from when he first caught that ball. And he's
0: surrounded by four guys. Yeah,
1: there's like four or five guys around him, and you're like, if you look at that pitcher, you're saying, okay, he's going down right here. No, he went down like 40 yards on down the exactly.
0: field. Exactly, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, that's probably, if I had just had to pick one thing that was – Bad for the Titans in this game. It would be that tackling, um, I guess, followed up by pass protection again. Uh, but that's kind of just becoming a weekly thing at this point. Um,
1: I mean, overall, I feel like it was maybe a little bit better overall this game. Well, yeah, but we
0: but, mentioned that the Jaguars have not had a good pass rush. Right. So, and,
1: I mean, Tannehill did get sacked three times, so the Titans are up to allowing – they've allowed 20 sacks on the season. Now, some of those, yes, you can probably put on Tannehill holding on to the ball too long, but most of them have been on the offensive line and the protection. And through five games, that comes out to four sacks a game. Yeah, it's that been Tannehill's rough. Taken.
0: Um, most of that inflated by obviously the seven from from last week, but
1: it, it's and the six from week one. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I don't know. It's uh, it's really just becoming bad at this point. I mean. They can't win a Super Bowl by having protection like that. It's just not going to happen. So I I agree. That's definitely something that's got to be fixed. Who knows if that's going to come from getting the line a little bit more healthy or
1: getting Ray Dunes. I mean, I don't even know if that would help all that much. I mean, speaking of that, we've seen Sappho go down again today with a shoulder injury. And Corey Levin come in, and I feel like he actually done Well, I mean,
0: I didn't hear a whole lot of his name, so – I'm gonna assume that he had a pretty good game.
1: I, I agree, and uh, one incomplete pass that for Tannehill that sticks out to me is where they almost ruled it as a fumble, right? Or yeah, th- maybe they did, or no? They they ruled it as an incomplete pass at first, but what happened on that one is Derek Henry and Taylor the one just ran into each other, and that allowed the edge rusher for. Jacksonville to just run on around and have that free shot at Tannehill. But, you know, getting on back into this where we were, like the tackling could be better, pass protection could be better. but But luckily
0: those are things that can be worked on.
1: Right. Overall, after that Trevor Lawrence touchdown, nothing else really happened in this game. Teams kept going back and forth and forced a turnover on downs for Jacksonville. On their side of the field, and we just let Derrick Henry take over. Yeah, from that I mean, point. he made some very smart plays where he was going towards the sidelines, made sure to turn back in, so he cl- kept the clock running, and then capped off the drive with a ten-yard touchdown run, and his third of the day.
0: Yeah, and if you didn't think that the last touchdown was wh- what really put the game away, I mean, this one certainly did. So, I mean,
1: right? Because I mean, go thirty-one to nineteen, that. When the Jaguars scored their last touchdown, there was still almost 14 minutes left in the game. Really, that's enough time that if the Titans are constantly going three and out, after that, the Jaguars could get back into the game.
0: I agree. Um, So,
1: Derrick Henry's last touchdown come with just under two minutes left in the game. So, you know, really, you could say that the game was sealed before that last touchdown by the time you got down to how much time was left, but that one really just... Close the lid on the coffin. Yeah,
0: and then obviously the Jaguars did go on to march down the field and throw that interception that you were talking about. So I mean,
1: Kevin Byer played a good game.
0: Yeah, he had a great game. Um, I was excited to see him actually making plays that, I don't know, made me notice him because I think that's been a lot of the thing here, especially for the past year and then the first couple of games, uh, other than the interception that he had in week one. It's just – he's just kind of there, you know. I mean, he doesn't really make those plays that make you go, wow. Like, he is really – he's really been a good great player so far this season.
1: And I've got on him before about his tackling, of just falling backwards with people. Like, yes, he's making the tackle, but he's letting them gain those extra yards. And I'm like, Byard, just go in and hit somebody – seen in this game why he doesn't just go in and try and hit somebody because he tries to throw his body into James Robinson on the sideline and he proceeds to bounce off of him so I'm like okay I see why you tackle like you do now like obviously you could still tackle the hell out of me like you wouldn't bounce off of me but uh you know I I see why he doesn't go for the big hit and he leaves that to David Long
0: yeah definitely um he's certainly more of a ball hawk uh, stay back and ankle right. tackle guy kind of player
1: <laughs> and you know like you said making plays the scoop and score today then the interception at the end of the game almost had one earlier in the game just I can't remember if it hit someone's helmet or what happened when it bounced up in the air and was right. going downfield but if it would have hung in the air for just like two more seconds he's catching that ball in stride and could possibly get in the end zone again.
0: Right. Um, I personally don't have anything else to, to talk about regarding this game. I I don't know if you do, but, hey, if you could bring anything.
1: Uh... Uh, nothing really else. Just Titans finally back in the win column, getting another division win. Jaguars lose. Texans ended up losing, so they extend that lead a little bit. Won't really know about the Colts until tomorrow night. But they, they play, play the
0: Ravens, so they, obviously looking promising.
1: So, hopefully – you know again i i don't like either of those teams but for sake of the division hopefully the colts lose tomorrow and that just just helps just, the t-
0: just come out and say it hopefully the <laughs> hopefully the ravens win hope, tomorrow hopefully the colts lose <laughs> tomorrow
1: and that just extends the lead even more for the titans
0: yeah i mean this could end up turning out to be a really good and and productive week as far as the titans uh you know lengthening that lead there uh, on the AFC South, and then I mean, all I got to hope for now is this, that they can just continue to win games. This stretch they got coming up is tough, obviously. Uh, but if if out of the next two, if they can come out with one of those, I'll be happy.
1: Yeah, I, I'd be happy with that. And just have to say, I'm so ready to be back in Nissan Stadium <laughs> for Monday Night Football
0: okay mr season ticket holder Uh, (laughs) the last thing i want to say before we wrap up here is that we might uh i'm saying might we're not a hundred percent sure yet but we might have something a little bit differently planned for the game preview for this week is something we've kind of kicked around so just stay tuned for any news on that um because it might not come it might not be exactly the same as it has in past weeks and last season the way that we did them
1: if, if everything works out we might do this one a little bit our game preview like you said a little bit differently but we'll see. just follow us on all our social medias turn on the
0: notifications and mainly
1: twitter for it and and uh, we'll be sure to let you know
0: exactly and then you'll know um if something's going to be changing uh we'd like to bring something a little bit different this time kind of mix it up uh just for a, a week and see how it goes uh but anyways that's all hope you guys enjoyed this game reaction this has been titan's time and as always titan up